crumbs. Want to see the crumbs? But that first part slumps. Pull it right to your chin. You scoot up, sweetie. Testimony, thank ye God, a face relieved of fear. God has the meal prepared when someone humbly comes. And those of us who've eaten just love to see these crumbs. to say we're thankful to be here this morning thank you for the sunshine outside and I thought how uh, I had a rough week this week and but you come to church and you just feel the peace and uh, you know that you know when you walk in here that it's, it's not like the world and I appreciate that I appreciate being saved and we'll ask uh, Sean to listen
we uh, and I, I say this every week, but it's <coughs> the older I get, the more true it gets. I guess if that's possible, I'm glad to be in the Lord's house, and uh, uh, Jesus told Peter one time said. Someday, and I can't quote it, but he said, someday somebody else will gird you and take you whether you wouldn't. In other words, one of these days we won't have, maybe not have control over what we do or where we go and uh, may not be able. So while we, while we got health and strength and the ability, we need to be on the move for Jesus. In our lesson this morning, I don't know, I was thinking about this. I don't know if I've ever tried to teach a lesson out of Habakkuk before. Uh, but God put it all in the Bible. And it uh, seemed like uh, we get back in the Old Testament and some of these prophets and they, they're talking about sin and, and uh, the penalty for sin and so on and... and uh, a lot of people might wonder why in the world God put that in the Bible. Uh, some of it's kind of hard to understand, hard to teach. But God knowed what I would need from the day I got saved till the day I leave here. And, uh, and he put it every bit in here. We've got, we've got everything we need to get through this life and uh, if we depend on the Lord. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of different religions in the world and all kinds of different beliefs on it. If you, if you listen to people, you hear all kinds of stuff that don't go along, actually just don't go along with the book. And... Uh, so it takes it takes God's spirit to reveal what we need out of here. And uh, it was in the first chapter of the book of Habakkuk, the starting at the first verse, said the burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. And uh, we talk sometimes about having burdens for our people that's lost and we ought to have if we don't have we need to get on our knees uh, because that's that's the only reason if, if there wasn't anybody lost there'd be no need for the church here God could just take us on to heaven uh, the church ain't here to be a social club
try and don't get through it or don't get where I need to be. But sometimes, once in a while, that's like, like that song they sang, once, once in a while, I get hooked up. And God. This goes right back to that, what I was talking about a while ago. We got decisions to make. I could have stood there and held on to the bench and still been lost.
Right. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we we let the devil, like Terry said, we let the devil get in our head, and uh, he can't get in here, but he sure get in here. Uh, if you remember when God, when the sons of God come together in the book of Job, Satan presented himself also, and God asked him, where, where, where'd you come from? He said, from going up and down in the earth. That's this carcass you're looking at here. He's going up and down in this and uh, trying to mess up, mess up our testimony. And it just takes... It just takes just a little bit of something to get somebody's attention and get them to thinking ill of you. Uh, one time, I was just, I was still a teenager, I guess. I was in a place I shouldn't have been. And uh, I run into a guy that was a member of this church. And uh, he looked at me like he was shocked, said, what are you doing here? And uh, I could ask him the same thing, but I didn't. But uh, if, if we, and I've said this a lot of times, I believe, I believe every time this, that the devil can talk us into doing something wrong, he's going to have somebody there that, that see us do that, that may be sometimes going to be sitting in the church house and we're going to be sitting on the front bench and they're going to be looking at us instead of listening to the preacher. That's why, that's why it's so important to live right. And, uh, and then if, if you, if you're inviting people to come to church, which we ought to do, if you're inviting people to come to church, and uh, and witnessing to people, and then they come to church, and you ain't here. They're going to wonder. I mean, you maybe you have a good reason for not being here, but but they don't know that. Anyway, we so we ought to try and be here every chance we get. Absolutely. How long will I cry and you not hear? Why dost thou shew me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance? For spoil and in violence are before me, and there are that raise up strife and contentions. I'm, he said, I'm, I'm, you're letting me see all this stuff that's going on, but why ain't you doing nothing about it? That's kind of his attitude. And sometimes we wonder. We, we read these, like I go, I go back to Jeremiah a lot of times. And uh, Jeremiah was preaching to him about the same way, but he told him absolutely, you're going, you're going into Babylonian captivity for seventy years, and they did. And sometimes we wonder, things are just as bad now as they was then. What? Why ain't God doing something about it? In John 3.16, he said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And another place said, wasn't his will that any should perish, 
but that all should come to repentance. And God, God is long-suffering, and He's merciful. He, he wants those people to get saved. And if, if we're, if we've been saved and are living ungodly, He wants us to repent and get in and, and do our job. But He's one, He absolutely, He, we, we say sometimes, I say, well, He's, He, He so loved Carl that He gave His only begotten, and that's right. But He loved them people just as much as He did me. And He wants to see them get saved. That's the, that's why he ain't destroyed the world a, a long time ago. You remember in the days of Noah, he did destroy all of them, but Noah's family because of sin. But I guarantee you, if if he'd have left them live till they got old and died, they wouldn't have been none of them got saved. I believe that. I don't think God would have cut them off if He knew they was going to get saved. And He knows everything ahead of time. We can't tell God nothing that He don't know. He wants us to talk to Him. He wants us to come to Him and pray and, and tell Him all the problems in our life. And if, if you ain't got no problems, and, and you have little spaces of time like that, if you ain't got no problems, go tell him how good he is to you and thank him for being good to you. The hundredth Psalm said, enter into his courts with praise and into his uh, uh, gates with thanksgiving. I don't, I may have got that turned around, but God wants, God wants to hear from us even if it's just thanksgiving. And, uh, Actually, I love Thanksgiving about better than any holiday we got. I enjoy it. But anyway, because we don't, we don't, none of us thank the Lord enough for what He's done for us. Seemed like lately, just the last year or so, maybe a few years. Me and my wife talk all the time about how good God's been to us. And that's an absolute fact. Therefore the law is slacked and judgment doth never go forth. For the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore a wrong judgment proceedeth. And not. Uh, all kinds of ungodly stuff going on. Uh, God's got a law, and if God God's He le He left us His word, and He told us to take care of this church. And if we don't do that, shame on us. There's things that we can't do. But the things that we can do, God requires it. And, uh, and then the things that we can't do, He'll take care of. But... Uh,
if if we know if we if we know somebody's in in the church is doing something ungodly and and they're not going to change talk to them and they're not going to change withdraw fellowship that's what the bible said he said from such draw away and uh so if uh if we if we go along with somebody else's ungodly living, then we're partakers of their ungodly conversation, the Bible said. Whatever. I, I may not have quoted that exactly right, but uh, so we need to uphold the integrity of God's church. And uh, sometimes that's not easy and it ain't fun. But it ought to be done in love. And uh, trying to get people to repent and get right, really. Not just trying to kick people out. We don't. The furthest thing from our mind. <clears throat> but if, if, we let, if we let things slide... That's what that's partly what he's talking about here. The church was letting things slide. <clears throat> Wasn't upholding what God had said. And uh he you get in trouble real fast for doing that. Twelfth <clears throat> verse said, Art thou art thou not from everlasting, O Lord my God, mine holy one, we shall not die. O Lord, Thou hast ordained them for judgment, and O mighty God, Thou hast established them for correction. Looking at things right now a little bit. Art Thou not from everlasting? O Lord, my God, mine Holy One. He's, he's mine, and I'm His. That's a personal thing. But he's, He also, He wants to be the God of every person that was, that's ever been born. He, he knew from the foundation of the world that He wouldn't be, but He wants to be. And He gives them all an opportunity. He said, The grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. And, and that was predestined before the foundation of the world. <clears throat> uh, Jesus told some of them Pharisees one time, said, Abraham re rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And uh, Abraham told Isaac when they was going up on the mountain for him to offer Isaac up, he said, God will provide for himself a lamb for a sacrifice. And he was talking about Jesus. He wasn't talking about that ram that got caught in the bushes up there. Uh, they were Those people back there were looking forward to the cross. They may not have knew the whole story. I don't know how much they knew about it. If you read the book of Isaiah, the 53rd chapter of Isaiah, sounded like he knew the whole story. And, uh, but, and 22nd chapter of Psalms, same way. But anyway, God, uh, made, when he, when he made man, he said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. He said he made man in his image and 
David said, I'll be satisfied when I wake with his likeness. And one scripture in the New Testament said, It doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So when in the resurrection, we're going to be in his likeness. Both soul and body. Our soul's in his likeness now, but soul and body. So God's from everlasting. We shall not die. If you've been saved by the grace of God, you've got eternal life in Jesus. You'll live forever. If you've not been saved and you don't get saved, you live, you die forever in hell. You'd still be alive. But it'd be an eternal death. That's why God, when, when God can let us see that clearly, It'll put a burden on your heart. I don't, I don't want to see nobody go to hell. Thou art of purer eyes than to behold evil. God can't look on evil, the Bible said, with, He looks on it with the least of allowance. Don't allow it at all. And canst not look on iniquity. Wherefore lookest thou upon them that deal treacherously, and holdest thy tongue, when the wicked devoureth the man that is more righteous than he? And God, God's merciful to people because he, he's, he's wanting to give them another opportunity to get saved. He could, he could strike everybody that does something wrong, evil, sin, whatever, however you want to say it. He could strike us dead. The very instant we done that. Same way with anybody. He he could God can do whatever he wants to. But what he really wants to do is save people. And I've said this two or three times probably, but that's his whole purpose. He said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And that was his plan from the beginning. To save everybody that had come to him. And uh, make them in the image of God. Anybody else got a comment? So God don't look on evil. If there's evil in, if I've got sin in my life. And I come up here to the altar this morning to pray. God's not going to hear my prayer unless I repent. If he give me a spirit to repent with, then he'll hear me. But if I've got sin in my life, that's the only prayer he's going to hear is a repentant prayer till I get it made right. And make us men as the fishes of the sea, as the creeping things that have no ruler over them. And that's about the way the world's going now. Everybody's doing their own thing. And uh, what we need to be doing is what God gives us to do. If we've been saved, we've everyone got a, got a part in getting the story across to our people. 
And maybe we can't we can't all be preachers and and I know for a fact that there's some of us that can't sing a lick. And uh but uh we've all got a part. And if I can't if I can't put two words together, you remember Moses when God talked called him out of the burning bush. He said, Lord, I, I can't do that because I'm a man of stammering lips. I can't speak very good. And God told him, so now I'm going to send Aaron with you and he can, he can be your spokesman. And evidently, Moses must, must have had a valid point there or God wouldn't have sent Aaron with him. And, uh, then on the other hand, Jeremiah, when God called him, he said, I can't do that, God. I'm, I'm just a child. And God said, say not that I'm a child, but said, you, you go, you'll go where I send you and you'll say the words that I give you and don't fear their faces because I'm with you. Yeah. And if we're just making excuses, God don't accept them. But if you've got a valid point, God can help you with it. Whatever it is. And I can't. I never could do anything for God. If I don't get this guy out of the way. And that's, that's the hardest job I got. I have a lot of trouble with this guy right here. And uh but if if we're not careful, we'll get we'll get in a place where God can't use us, and we might be living far as our life's concerned. We might be living the very best that we can. We may not be doing anything ungodly. We may not be talking about our neighbors and. And uh, doing anything that God would call sin, as far as uh, committing sin. But the Bible said, "He that knoweth to do good and do it not, to him it's sin." So if I've got a job to do, and I sit down and tell God, I let somebody else do it; they can do it better than I can. Then I've sinned. If I come to church and, and ain't got my heart where it ought to be to do my job, I've sinned. The Bible said, be ready always to give an answer to any man that asketh thee a reason of the hope that's in you. And that that's a hard thing to do. You can't. I can tell my experience any day to anybody. But sometimes, sometimes God will let me tell it right. And sometimes it comes out of here. So if we, need to, we need to stay humble before God. And do our very best. And, uh, and, and if we'll do that right out of our heart, we'll be what God wants us to be while we live here. And I think back over my life, 
And they seems to me like there's been a lot more times that I ain't been in shape than I have been. And uh, every week, well, every, every week I, I start praying before Sunday gets here. And uh, I need help again, Lord. It's like the song the girls used to sing, it's me again, Lord. And uh, we can't we can't do God's work without Him helping us. Anybody got anything? So if you got a burden, be glad. If you ain't got one, ask for one. That's all I got.